Father's Day is the worst holiday in the world. I've done the research, I already know. Let me tell you something. Mother's Day is the second most celebrated holiday in the world. Christmas is first, so it's, that means it's Jesus, then your mama. <laughs> you know what Father's Day fall at? Number 20. I can't think of 18 other holidays. <laughs> Do you realize Halloween is number six? Does that mean ghosts and goblins go before fathers? <laughs> All but day is number 13. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I just know it come before me, that's crazy. Columbus Day is number 16. Celebrating Columbus Day is like celebrating somebody finding money in your house. Where you get that $50 from? I discovered it in your kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries podcast where it's facts over feelings. And in this cold world, we just Puerto Rico cat chilling. As always at this time, we'd like to invite you to subscribe, rate and review us on the Apple podcast app, on SoundCloud, on Amazon Music, on Google Music, on YouTube Music, on Spotify, on Shit, whatever you can, wherever you can find us, just go find us and rate us and review us. You got the time right now. Just do it during the intros while we do these typical introductions. And by typical introductions, I mean, it's me, Javito No Equal, along with Welly F. The F is for father today. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, my brother. I'm a father every day. But <laughs> especially, you get acknowledged today, Maybe. Maybe. You're a father every day, but you might get some acknowledgement today. Maybe. No, no. I, I, got, I got it where I needed to get it from uh, pretty early in the day. And I, I've, I've always been the type of person that's been like, bro, the only person that need to tell me Happy Father's Day is my son. As long as he tell me Happy Father's Day, we good. I don't got to beat his ass. But, um... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you beefed up on the Father's Day acknowledgement? <laughs> hey, what, what, what if your baby mama say, Happy Father's Day or whatever. She don't got to tell me anything. At all. <laughs> At all. Hey, bro, let me read you something real quick, dog. I, I saw this today, and I'm like, I know what the topics are today, but... Well, I don't know what the topics are, but I know what the premise of the show is. But this shit right here, I've had enough, bro. It says, male blood donor, 66 turned away from clinic after he refused to answer a question on whether he was pregnant as a part of his pre-donation questionnaire. So he went to donate. I got to break this down because it's been a while. I, I, you know, you, you step into the gym, you got to take a couple of practice shots first before, you know, you, you get your feel back. So he Understood. was donating blood. And there's a questionnaire that you fill out before you donate blood, which I've donated blood before. I've filled out a questionnaire or two where they ask, you know, hey, you got um, gotten any tattoos lately, any kind of unprotected sex? Like, they want to know shit like that. But they asked him, was he pregnant? That is correct. And this was not an error. This was this man says he's been going to the same. I sent you the article. This man says he's been doing this for nearly 50 years. 
and has given this is a formidable 125 pints of blood. Um, after complaining about the question, he was I mean, he didn't understand why they were asking a man that is 66 years old. Are you pregnant? And he was like, I'm not answering that question. There's no reason for me to answer that question. And I think that for the first time, they didn't accept his blood. On so many levels, that is a dumbass question. <laughs> first, first being that he has identified as a man for his entire life. No, 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 no. We, we're not about to do this. Look. We, we're, <laughs> okay. No, we're about to do this. We're about to do this. Secondly, even if he were to identify as a woman, this man is 66. You have had to go through menopause at this point in time. Ugh. Had to. So no, under no circumstances should this man be pregnant. Unless he's pregnant from the lunch that he ate before going to give blood. Bruh. Because you need to eat some food before you go give blood so you don't pass the fuck out. It's the disrespect, bro. The disrespect, man. It's just like... Hey, man. Hey, man. I just can't accept the whole identify ass thing, man. I just, I've been getting really, really like into understanding double speak and new speak. Like, I just can't get into this. I identify as like you're pretending, you're pretending to be something, and then you're adopting what you're pretending. Like, you're 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 basically Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow. You have <laughs> you're pretending to be this drunken captain with this legacy of being able to do some James Bond level shit while drunk. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not real though. It's it's, it's not, not real. real. No. I we can identify sh- as a Power Ranger all, all day long. Hey. Hey. I don't care what month it is. I don't. They're not like they're not about to do this, dog. We can't allow this to happen. We cannot allow this to happen, Jay. What are we going to do? Same. Complete slide note. You remember when the Green Ranger was whooping their ass for like four weeks straight? Four weeks straight, my nigga. Four weeks straight. Four weeks straight. They had to go white. They had to go white. They was like, hey, man, we got to conjure up. We got to conjure up something that's on another level. These boys, this nigga man. is whooping our ass. <laughs> then coming to high school and clowning us to our face. Tommy was a hey, Tommy was a real one though, dog. Tom, Tommy said, "All you bitches is my sons." <laughs> For four weeks, I'm whooping that ass, dog. That was, I mean, I'm, that was the season. I'm pulling, I'm pulling up in your robot, and I'm whooping y'all out that motherfucker. No, no, I mean, not even breaking a sweat. Not breaking a sweat. <laughs> that shit was, that shit was a classic television, dog. I love that old shit, man. I love it. This new shit that y'all on, though. I can't. Fuck but I with agree it, bro. with you. It has to stop. I can't fuck with it, man. This shit has to stop. And I can't fuck with it. 
while it's while it's going on, I can't fuck with it, bro. Like I'm not about to start. I'm not. A, I'm not about to start adopting this, these, this, 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 this new speak just to cater to the feelings of people that I personally feel are mentally ill. Like y'all have motherfucking problems. I, I just want somebody to come to me talk about. You, you sure you're not pregnant? <laughs> like, like what? Like, like what is? <sighs> It's kind of like I have. You have to just the understanding the basic concepts of reproduction, and it's like, how am I? Like I know I don't have any ovaries. I know I don't. I know I don't. I can't identify that I do. I can't pretend. Well, I can pretend I do, but it's like not enough pretending in the world is going to make me have ovaries. Can I ask a question? Of course I can. Yes, sir, please. If I was pretending right now that I had a friend in the room with me right now named Kathleen, wouldn't that make me insane? If Kathleen wasn't actually in here at all. And there was, you know what I'm saying? As a 37-year-old man. As a 37-year-old man, pretending that Kathleen. You do not have any imaginary friends. No. uh, the way that we're going in the society right in the society right now, bro, these kids that are if 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 you just think about it, 50, 60 years ago, little Jimmy running around playing with his imaginary friend, you know, parents obviously knew, okay, this is this is a little strange, but this is how kids pretend. This is how kids play. This is how kids develop socially. As crazy as that sounds. You know, learning, pretending to have a friend will probably contribute to you being a better friend when you actually have a real one. But that's that's child development. Child development usually takes place between the ages of like four and 11, four and 12. You 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 nurture that. But then again, at some point, you nurture them away from it because you want to start bringing them into reality. Fast forward to 2022, I'm almost certain that little Jimmy today, if he had an imaginary friend, they'd be like, hey, they'd probably try to register him in school. They'd be like, this is Jimmy. <laughs> and this is Jimmy's imaginary <laughs> friend, Tommy. And, 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 and yes, Tommy is the Green Ranger. So <laughs> be, be prepared for some foolery to take place. And, and, they, and they, would, they, would, they would allow that. They'd be like, you know, we don't want to upset Tom. We don't want to upset Jimmy. So yes, we will put Tommy on the red. We'll put Tommy on the attendance. Tommy is officially a student. I believe the world is going that way. There was a point in time when me and me and Ed would play backyard basketball, and for a long time it was me and him versus basically zero because we were playing against imaginary people. You know how you do that. You know, oh yeah, me and him, we, you know. But then we got to the point where it's like, we should just play against each other. (laughs) (laughs) We should just play against each other. We're not getting any better playing against imaginary Michael Jordan and imaginary Penny Hardaway. We should just play against each other. Once again, that might help foster some confidence when you think you Jay and Michael Jordan. 
you, you think you're crossing up Penny Hardaway. It might foster some confidence, but the reality is that's not reality. So eventually, you got to tap into reality and, and get with the program. We're not robbing banks on a go kart. Like it's a, it's a cool it's a cool imaginary game to play, but when you get older, you tap into reality. Hey, man, man, we did we did some nuthead shit. <laughs> I, I can imagine. You know? We had some nuthead ass games. I ain't gonna lie to you. I can imagine, and I guarantee you that in some way it still helped you to be the men y'all are today in a beneficial way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and especially when you had people to pull you away from that shit at the right time, or your 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 common sense just pulling you away from it. You realizing, okay, this ain't normal. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't you know this ain't this ain't what you. We don't want to do this outside the backyard because we know better. What motherfuckers gonna yeah, be looking at us? I don't want to do this in public. Yeah, like what y'all boys on? Like, <laughs> you know, why like, is he dribbling this imaginary basketball, crossing up Renee and Kroger? Like, don't get it twisted. We and still why doing is Renee that. falling? We still doing that, but it's, <laughs> it's not in public settings. No, it no. is not in public settings. I mean, look, man. I just don't know what's going on in this country anymore. I don't know what's going on in the Western world to where they, where everybody just got, they just gotten to the point where they feel like feelings are more important than facts. And now it's getting to the point where like facts have become elastic. You could just stretch them to whatever length you want. And the goalpost is constantly moving. I'm just like, who, who does this benefit in the end? Cause I just feel like, as they continue to do this, I feel like people are suffering more and more. People are not, people are not happy. Like this is, I mean, what they're attempting to do is not, it's not working. Like people are not getting happier. Nothing is, there are so many people living with regret. Within, within a few years, they're realizing, Hey man, I, I was so, I was sold a bill of goods. Like this ain't what's up. Like y'all told me I would be happier if I did this. And it's like, uh, you really were just an experiment. They 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 knew they they didn't know. They just they told you some shit. You fell for it. Now look at you. What happened was they gave you a blanket and they said, put your head under the blanket and the monsters will go away. Fine. You put your head under that blanket, you stayed under that blanket for what two years now? Now that you're coming out and peeping your head out, it's like, oh shit, the monsters didn't go away. They actually became real. All the problems that we thought we had are real now. Now I really got to deal with this shit because I keep putting that blanket over my head, taking it off, putting it over, taking my head, taking it off, and everything is still here. It's still here. I can't, bro. I just went and got gas. Premium gas was $5.60 a gallon. Inflation is at a record high for the past 40 years. Minimum wage is the same that it's been for the past however long. But you want not but Americans, we want to identify as the greatest co- country in the world. We want to identify President Biden to be better than his predecessors. I mean, shit. I mean, not to get because, it twisted. Because you're you're not allowed to 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 think otherwise. No, no, you're right. You're right. And I mean, it, it, it is other countries that as far as gasoline goes, 
they definitely have it worse than the U.S. Like I know, sure. I mean, I know, I know. Like I, I saw somebody was like, you know, like in, in the U.K., like gas is like eight or nine dollars, you know, uh, you know, in in American dollars. And I mean, I know, I know, my, my I got a partner that's in San Diego right now. He, t- I mean, he's in a he's in that uh that BMW, that electric BMW. So he's just laughing, but he's like, he's seen he's seen it as as high as like seven eighty something in certain places, and as high as eight bucks in 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 San Diego. So it's just like us being the greatest country in the world. I, I feel like that's, that's definitely propaganda, but I definitely, I definitely think that they were, we're the most influential and with us being the most influential, it just gets me to thinking about, you know, social media influencers, you know, those social media influencers. Yeah. They may have great influence, but what are they really influencing is what they're influencing really better for humanity. A lot of stuff that a lot of stuff that is popular in America is not beneficial to humanity at all. And and I honestly, when I think of America, I just think of consumer culture. I think with everything going on economically right now, it's so sad to see people just thinking to themselves, oh, it, it's I just I just need more money. And when I get more money, I'm going to spend more money. There's like nobody logically telling themselves I'm going to cut back on spending. I, and I know you've been hearing me say this for the past month and a half, bro. Like that's the that's one of the easiest ways to save money. Like no matter how no matter how you want to frame it, you can sit around with your with your highly educated classmates and try to blame capitalism all you want. You look at this as a failure of capitalism, but no matter what economic state you're in, eventually you have to realize that you live you're living a lifestyle that is not you can't afford it. Like, I'm, I, you could, you could, we could, we could talk shit about minimum wage all we want. I don't know what your perception on minimum wage is, Jay. I mean, what, when you think of a minimum wage job, what does that minimum wage job mean to you? To me, when I think of a minimum wage job, I think of it being a very entry level position and something that you're there for a short time that you you shouldn't turn minimum wage into a career. I feel like minimum wage jobs are, are are a transitionary state. This is how I get into the workforce. I come in at the bottom. I'm making minimum wage to get more out of my job to make more money. I have to show that I am worth more than a minimum wage job, which means I have to do this job, prove to whoever's paying me or whoever. Hey, Jay needs to be promoted and make more money because he's shown that he values his job enough to where I can trust him with more responsibility and with more responsibility should come more money. But if you, you know, if you got, if you're the entry level, if Jay's the entry level fry cook at McDonald's and he's consistently shows up late, calls in at the very last minute and doesn't, you know, do his job properly, then he's shown that all he wants is minimum wage. My, 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 when I think of minimum wage for sure, that's how pretty much how I look at it, but I also look at it even from a cultural from a cultural uh, perspective. Like I grew up in a world understanding that it was entry level. This is not what you want to do for the rest of your life. You shouldn't be ashamed of a minimum wage job, but to think that you're just going to work a minimum wage job and get to live a lifestyle where you can wake up every day, go get you a Go get your Starbucks. Have have the have the latest iPhone. Have a, have your PS Five. Live in a thousand square feet apartment. That's delusional. 
that's delusional. And, and, and the people that are able to do anything, for instance, you'll hear success stories about people that have worked multiple minimum wage jobs. And then five years later, they have their, you know, they're on the way to building a Fortune 500 company. Do you think that they got there by working, working minimum, uh, multiple minimum wage jobs and then going to the club to pop bottles every time they got paid? Do you think they got there by not making any type of sacrifices? They would, you think they were just making money and just having fun? You know, like the level of discipline it takes to get to that, that level of success is it's, it's not make-believe. It's not necessarily a bootstrap mentality either. It's literally, if you want something, you're going to work for it. But we've turned into a society of people that feel like when we want something, we're just going to complain about it until we get it. That's why they're lowering the standards for everything now, which means in turn, the quality of everything in the future is going to what? It's going to lessen. In five or 10 years from now, bro, I'll probably be extremely scared to go to the doctor. You probably, you know, at some, they probably just gonna be like, hey, man, if you if you if you want to <laughs> you want a Ph.D., man, just 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 sign up and we'll do this. Like, yeah, bro, just no. enroll. No, nah, bro. We're getting rid. We're getting rid of standardized testing. We're doing this, this, and this. And and like you said, we're we're at a generation and a time in society where discipline and dedication mean nothing to you. We're at a time where it's like, okay, college should be free. No, high school is is quote unquote free. That's why they start requiring you to have you know bachelor's and master's degree. Show me your level of commitment before you even get here. Yeah, show me that you went to school for an additional four, six, eight years. And committed to investing in yourself before you even get to this point. That let that lets me know that you just you 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 actually care about it. Oh, well, I'm uh, you know well oh well why do you you know why 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 do you want to work here? Because I qualify. And I want a job. And I want a job. <laughs> like and and like and I and I see that also I see that as a, as a double edged sword because. You know, previous generations will say, you know, hey, you got to go to school, you go to college, then you'll get the high paying job. And a lot of people in our generation are going going to the school, going to college, and they're not getting the high paying jobs, but they still have the debt. But at the same time, it's like you're wanting these high paying jobs, but you want to get this high paying job in Love Lady, Texas. That's not going to happen. There isn't you can't go get your CPA and then open an accounting firm in Love Lady, Texas, and think you finna range ring in $250,000 a year. You have to adapt to your surroundings. And that's the key that that a lot of our generation is missing. You're not adapting to your surroundings. You're trying to make your surroundings adapt to you. Being delusional. <laughs> You're being delusional. You're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear instead that word of, a couple times. Instead of saying I need to get get healthier, people are saying, "Let me make the health standards adapt to myself." Instead of instead of instead of saying, "Okay, let me let me get into a reasonable range of my my body mass index," let me just say the body mass index is just super flawed, and that no one no 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 man should be six foot three and under two hundred pounds. No, let me say just say the, the BMI is just it's just all the way fucked up. It's racist. It's a racist. Because <laughs> everything is racist. racist. The BMI is racist. The BMI wasn't racist when you were 17 years old in high school and you were 
doing what the fuck you were supposed to do and you felt better, you, you look good and so on and so forth. Then all of a sudden you went to college and then you started shoving down donuts, shoving down Taco Bell, binging every fucking night. And now you're wondering why you're 180 pounds at 5'5 five five and you look like a biscuit. Now the, now the BMI is it's racist. Yeah, yeah, now it's against you. No, it's 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 what what happened was you, you, you the the lack of discipline. You never had discipline to begin with because the only reason a lot of you guys were healthy in high school was because it was mandatory. It was an obligation, and that was that was then. I don't for the most part in high school now. I see so many overweight kids. I'm not even sure PE is a a, a recommended curriculum anymore. For the most part in PE, they probably playing they probably playing Xbox and PS5 in PE now. Who the fuck knows? They probably outlawed that shit. You know, you know. I mean, like, but but like you said, you said you said you said it. Like you hit the nail on the head. We and the point is, instead of accepting reality, we're gonna we're gonna yell. Oh, you guys are just gatekeepers. You guys just you know you wanna you wanna stand onto these old traditional standards. You're racist. You're upholding white supremacy. But it's like white supremacy has nothing to do with you being pre-diabetic. Pre-diabetic is something that you, that's real. That's some real shit, ma'am. We're gonna have to amputate your leg. Like you could blame you. You won't be able to get around on Walmart and Walmart no more without a scooter. Like this, you're okay with this? In your thirties. <sighs> what's 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 happening? Like I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm genuinely scared for the future. Like I'm scared for that. I told you the other day. I'm scared for that demographic that's between like twenty and twenty-eight. I feel like they're like the hopeless ones that are getting fed the most bullshit. And I kind of feels like my son's generation is like they're seeing the effects of that, but they may be able to be the reset button. Due to the fact that, once again, a lot the generations that precede generations, they tend to want to rebel a little bit. But I, I, this, this this age group between twenty and twenty eight, man, like the born them, them kids that was born early nineties, man, I hey man, I'm scared for them, dog. I mean, they're the ones that are like the most satanic. They run around here talking about they spiritual. <laughs> like what? I mean, I get it, you know, ghouls and goblins are technically spirits, but I'm like, what y'all I, I, I say I say I'm spiritual because I'm anti-organized religion. Like, I believe in God and everything, but I'm anti-organized religion. When they say they're spiritual, it's more of... Astrology, moon rocks, sniffing right. crack. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what they are, bro. Like, they're... They, they, all say, say, look, look, if you cook cocaine to crack and then you bust it down the snippets you got mad issues going on <laughs> yeah you do you do that that is a long process i, I always i always forget it's yeah it, 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 look look at the end look at the end of the day man and i've been saying this word for a long time and i'm gonna just keep it simple i'm not you know Hedonism is, I'm not even going to go there, but all I'm going to say is the constant seeking of pleasure is so dangerous. Everybody just wants to feel good. And that's why I bring up being crackheads. 
because a lot of times these 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 dope these dope fiends they're just constantly chasing it high. They just want to feel good. When you have a society of people that just constantly want to feel good and nothing else, that's when they start creating these 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 uh these multiverses, and then they start trying to escape reality in the most dangerous ways possible, bruh. Reality, and I've been saying this since 2016. Reality is often dark. And for the most part, the best thing you can do is just face it. And at, at some point you will find that light and you will be fine. But you have to be able to get to that point where you're like, okay, I can accept that reality is not always going to give me a good hand, but I'm going to work with it. I'm going to work with it. But mm-hmm. we saw during the pandemic, the pandemic exposed that, and I say this all the time too, obviously your average motherfucker don't want to work. We know that. But to think that we can manipulate the system to never have to work again, but once again live the, 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 the most lavish of lifestyles, that is a very dangerous mindset to have. That's why throughout the, that's why before the pandemic, but pa- the pandemic specifically, it took scammers to a different level. Scamming in the last five years, we've, I've never seen anything like it. Like it's, it's getting bad out here. Like I tell you all the time, catfishing has become normalized. It was a point when catfishing was, was, I think catfishing was early 2010s. When catfishing was coined catfishing, at the end of the day, if you're catfishing, you're scamming because you're, I mean, you're, you're lying. You're trying to dupe somebody. And we were still connected into reality enough to be like, you know what? Catfishing ain't right. We saw so much of catfishing in the last 10 years that it just became a part of our society. It's a societal norm now. Not everybody's just okay with catfishing. And people don't even realize that they're catfishing. That, and, and To simplify what I'm saying, if, you're a, if, you, if you know that you are highly unattractive, whether it's your face, whether it's your body, and you try to manipulate that in any way when you post pictures of yourself, you are catfishing and you are a scammer. You are a liar. You are trying to be deceptive. And at that point, you're basically saying that you should not be trusted because I don't trust you. Because when I see you, I'm going to be disappointed in the fact that you are not what you presented online. Bottom, that's that's not right. We don't. Oh, this. Why is honesty not the default? Because you, a lot of y'all walk around here very, very cocky. Y'all walk around here. Y'all, y'all walk around here with y'all, with y'all noses up, and you swear up and down that people desire you, that you are desirable, and oh, I, I ain't got no problem, you know, getting it. Okay, cool. Well, post your whole body. How, how are you getting it? Yeah, let's what you what you doing? Post your whole body then. Post post like, your whole body and and let's talk. Like it's it's you're you're so delusional and you lie to yourself so much to the point where you've convinced yourself that you're now actually lying to the public. That's all. You you've you've lied to yourself for so long that it's like shit. I'm lying to my to the public because I believe it. I have I have faked it until I've made it in my mind. In so I lied my to the public. mind. In my mind, Kathleen is sitting right here. Do you see Kathleen, Joe? <laughs> Kathleen. 
Kathleen. I do not see Kathleen. You don't see Kathleen? I see Kathleen. I, I can confirm that I see no body next to you. You sure? Whether it's whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, whether it's somebody identifying as the Green Ranger, I see nobody next to you. Okay. Okay. And my eyesight is better than 2020. Oh, tell him again. Tell him again. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it ain't trying. genetics, but hey, Jay Junior in trouble. <laughs> that Negro gonna be blind. <laughs> that Daddy, I can't see. I know. <laughs> I know. Been there before, my boy. Man, it, it, it's 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 okay to cope, obviously. I think therapists prescribe coping mechanisms for a reason. It's okay to cope. It's okay to find ways to to motivate yourself to continue to want to live, (laughs) clearly. So if Kathleen is in here doing her thing and she's making me happy, cool. As long as I'm not on the the verge of suicide. But some of y'all take it. That cope has to be a bridge over troubled water. Eventually, you have to get over that troubled water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. sit on this bridge forever. You have to get off of it. Whether that means you take a nosedive into that troubled water or you cross to the other side and you find some mechanisms that get you through whatever it is that you were getting through or needed to get over. But you can't cope forever. Even even Leo in uh, Shutter Island, he finally he had to eventually let her go. He had to let her go. <laughs> Just say it. It's like I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this because I'm gonna hurt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start hurting the people around me, as well as hurting myself. Yep. And and we we are literally becoming a society of people that you know honestly, the the the, the psych ward has just opened the doors, and they just let these motherfuckers and, loose. And the thing is, you keep crying wolf, people are gonna eventually stop stop believing you. Stop believing. You stop caring. You can cry. You cried wolf for eighteen months, and the only thing. All right, I'm gonna have to bleep this out, but. Look, man. <laughs> they say money can't buy happiness. Shit. <laughs> Shit. I mean, but. But even then, though, with a person, with a person that has a fragile mind like that, we we know at that moment what controls them. We know what they worship, because what are you gonna do now that you have the money? Are you are you gonna start getting trying get, trying to get back to living that lifestyle that you was living pre pandemic, or are you gonna learn from the foolery and adjust and live a lifestyle that you can't afford? No, and do not ask me anymore. That's crazy, dog. That's crazy. I'm back on my bullshit. As soon as these checks hit, I'm back on my bullshit. You still 15 grand in debt. And nigga, so now I'm die with that shit too. <laughs> this is why we don't have that's why we don't have generational wealth. <laughs> Cause we dying in debt. It's 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 a sad, sad state that we're in right now as a people. Specifically, as Black folks, 
that shit it's it's almost embarrassing, bro. Same, bro. We still don't own we still don't own the laundromats that we use, and we still don't own the corner stores that we go to on a daily basis to get that black and that forty. We don't own any of these things, but we still go to them, which is crazy. It's 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 kind of like damn. I go. I've been going to this store every day, buying this scratch off ticket and buying this black and me a a a, a Colt forty five every day for the past. 20 years because that's you know that's what i do that's my that's how i cool down when i get off from work this is you know my ritual never thought to me that you know a black person should should own one of these in a black neighborhood nah we gonna we let we let the asians move in and, and own it we let the patels move in and, and and own it in the black neighborhood because they know every day after work jay gonna stop in there he gonna get his scratch off because he want to get out of poverty he's gonna get his black because he's stressed and he gonna get this coat because he need a little buzz he gonna do this every day i can count on jay coming in here and giving me his eight dollars and 67 cents every day and if i slowly bump the price up he's still gonna keep paying it because this is what he needs to cope bro i was i was looking at a thread about that because you know there's always some interesting things on the black twitter spear and basically it was nothing but excuses it was nothing but oh but when the patels come here you know they get this and they get that you know they they get set up easy and they be like oh man you think you think them koreans that come here be poor and da 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 and i'm sitting here like well i'm a fan of panda express mostly the meat the the meat no no homo um and i was interested in you know where panda express came from and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, some of these, you, they, they were some immigrants that came here, you know, from Asia. And um, lo and behold, they came here poor. And long story short, <laughs> Panda Inn went from Panda Express. Billionaires. Started, started, started in San Fran, I believe, and shit. Now you can't go anywhere without seeing the Panda Express. This is this is one thing that kind of confuses me, and this is another thing that I, I applaud um, when black people own beauty markets because it seems like our culture is always trying to find out what's next instead of trying to improve what we currently have. Like a lot of the beauty supply stores I know are Asian owned, and it's kind of like, oh, we know that black people like their hair. If we open up this store where we sell hair care products. And you know, weaves, wigs, whatever, you know, they're going to come. And instead of black people saying, I like my taking care of my hair. So therefore, other black people like taking care of their hair. I should probably open up a store where black people can come to take care of their hair. We try to do some wild off the wall shit and try to teach somebody how to do some foreign exchange currency market type shit where not too many black people even operate in that atmosphere. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna teach everybody how to do four X. What? Why? Because they're scammers. Bro, I read about Forex for two hours one day. And I was like, I might as well go to the casino. Look, man. I'm not even going to make this about... This is not in any way bashing black people. It's it's telling the truth. And everybody else sees it. 
especially foreigners. With me being a Nigerian, I've been hearing this shit for the last 20 years. I've never considered myself a very business-minded person. For all y'all that don't know, my son just graduated a month ago, and that's what he wants to go to college for, business management and accounting. And he has, you know, plans already, although those plans may not come to fruition. His mind is on that because he knows that he has a certain niche and he feels like he knows a lot of people. And if he wanted to make money, he could do certain things. And I actually like the business plans that he has. So with that being said, it's so unfortunate to me, just to piggyback off what you said, um, that the majority of black businesses that encompass the market for black people, it's just, it's just food and clothes. And to me, that's, that's, that's becoming, it's a little annoying to me. I'm not going to lie to you because not, not, I mean, for the most part, I'm not knocking people that start food business and the clothes business. Cause like I said, you know, the homie Chris has the, you know, to eat black bikes thing where he promoting the black restaurants and stuff like that. But I just wish that not only do we make things better, but we kind of expand and get out of that stereotypical mindset. Like, you got to we have to be able to offer more than barbershops, lashes, hair salons and clothes like to me in churches in churches. Like we, we, we should be able to do more than that. But culturally, we're, we, we, we're very stagnant, we're very, very stagnant. And even with the new stuff that's coming about, I, I'm not mad at these people, but. I'm just not a big, the biggest fan of the the spirituality that kind of re- that reflects that that Satanism type of vibe. Just because I just think that some people don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to start promoting black astrology and tarot card reading. I'm not knocking it, but I'm like even that. That's not truly authentic to our culture. I'm just like, is that what is that where we are now? Is that where we are now? I just I just feel like that's just it's it's not. I look at markets like that and I just feel like it's easy for markets like that to to you could you lose so easily. It's so easy to lose. It's the, the tarot card and all that spiritual stuff. That that's such a niche market. You're not going to really just get very far with that anyway. And probably one of the most successful people that was in that market was a scammer herself. Her name slips my mind, but we used to see the commercials at three o'clock in the morning. What was her name? Cleo. Miss Cleo. Come on, man. Miss Cleo. Come on. And it's, it's, it's kind of like we we talk about okay, um, you know, you talked about everything that that has to do with appearance, the barbershops, the lash techs, the clothing designers, this, this, and this. But you know, but also we need like everybody needs insurance, and uh, and when it comes to insurance, a lot of our people aren't educated on how insurance works. You know, but you typically tend to trust your people if they come to you and say, hey, man, let me put this to you in terms that you can understand. This is what what kind of insurance you need. This is what. You know, I'm not going to use any of these big policy words with you. I'm just going to chop it up. You know, one on one. This is what you need. On the oh, most let, me basic st- let me stop terms. you right. Let me stop you right there. See, now, once again, I, you know, I, I think I sent you in a key that shit. Like, I'm like, bro, like they, they really make it seem like proper grammar is is racist. They feel like speaking proper grammar is upholding white supremacy. I would like us to get to the point where we're way beyond, like we're way past and, the mindset of ebonics. Like, come on, bro, we got to be able to do better. Well, 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 I, 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 I understand that, but at the same time, I'm saying, you know, not say, like, not. I'm not talking to you on 
I'm in, a, in this writing class I took, they said you, you you need to write to everybody as if they're on an eighth grade level. The the pretty much the baseline understanding in society is around eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead of you know I'm coming in here and I'm talking to you like Jay who has a college degree and who has not not the extensive vocabulary that Ti does, but you know knows knows a couple of, <laughs> of five dollar words here and there. You know I'm not giving you those. I'm giving it to you brass tacks, like you know real simple. That that's that's what I that's what I'm referring. I, to. I got you, I got you, I got you, man. I, I would I would uh I would argue that we ain't even at that eighth grade that eighth grade level anymore. I mean, just based on the fact that before I got off Instagram, I I know I posted something about like seventy or sixty percent of people in America are pretty much identify as illiterate. So I mean, it's it's hard to say people are at a, a eighth grade standard when. I mean, people are, are short forming everything through text messaging now. You know, your average person that they, they'll they'll get on Audible before they actually read a book. I mean, you have a lot of people that they they think that they'll they'll classify um, Kendrick Lamar as being too complicated. They'll come they'll classify Lupe as being too complicated, and that's why they prefer you know Drake or you know Twenty One Savage. They they we we're we're too comfortable once again. It's a quality of learning now. It's a quality of comprehension. We want to we want to lower the standards in order to you know we got to dumb it down. Like we should we should want to take on that challenge. Let's let's take on that challenge of learning these 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 uh this uh political jargon. Let's 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 look at these um the small print on these insurance policies. Let's let's figure out what you know some 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 law terminology. Don't take away the LSAT so we can have more black lawyers that go into court and then this Jewish motherfucker just chew his ass up. Now my nigga do a 15 to life. Like, come on, bro. Let's, let's not lower the bar. Let's raise our standards. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Because if because if so-and-so over here weighing 350 pounds and she 5'1", sitting here talking about she want a dude that's 6'1", could jump out the gym and he making six figures. I mean, come on. If her standards could be high... Our standards as a people got to be able to get high. Like, we got to raise them hoes, bro. Like we got to we got to want more for ourselves. But I get what and you're saying. An, and that's another thing is reasonable expectations. And, and not, this, being, this, not being not being delusional. Yeah, this goes back to what you said earlier about being delusional. Like like as as I sit here right now, I know that I'm not going to go get what what a, a kim kardashian type of woman i know that i'm not gonna you know be in the same place eating dinner as lebron james like financially physically a social status whatever what have you that all rolls into getting into those atmospheres i know that that is not me and i have to understand that so when i sit when when i'm sitting here and i'm talking to a, a female or somebody and i say yeah i i you know i I dump you to 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 sleep with Mariah Carey or something like that. There's something in your mind that got to be no. There's no in hell Jay's gonna sleep with Mariah Carey because you're right. So when a woman say, "Oh, I'm gonna lick the sweat off Chris Brown," and you just gonna have to live with it, you're right. I'm just gonna have to live with it because I've seen you. I've seen Chris Brown, and he ain't trying to let you lick the sweat off of it. He he's only allowing you in this in this vicinity of him to make sure that you acquire his product that's it <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to pay for for that access i mean it's 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 all a form of pandering because if a lot of these people spoke their minds i mean y'all wouldn't even be able to get within 100 yards of them 
you know, the, these people pandered like like Kamala and Joe Biden did to to acquire a product, and that product was your vote, and that's why they 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 on a year after year basis acquire the votes of many blacks because at the end of the day, not understanding political jargon, not understanding that we have a lot of enemies that look exactly like us that are working against us purposely because it's in their benefit. I mean, and not to go too far down that rabbit hole is still for me links to, we need to be better educated. I actually believe I don't have a problem with, um, with college being free. If you deserve it. Um, if you, if you go, if you do what you were supposed to do in high school, you know, cool. You know, if you reach a certain GPA and so on and so forth and you acquire scholarships that allow you to go to college for free, shit, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, even if if as quick as they are to give poor people food, food stamps and give give just as, as quick as they are to to give our government assistance. And yes, High school is public education. It's not the best education in the world, but it is something for the most part. A lot of these kids without even high school would be very, 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 very far off from being functioning citizens in society. So all I'm saying is if they can quickly do government assistance for something like food, I think education is just as important as food. Education is just I mean, clearly you see what's going on with these formula shortages like you would be. You're, a lot of people are surprised. Like when I bring this formula thing up with people outside of our normal circle, I've heard people many times just say, why, "Why do women just don't breastfeed?" It's another. That's another rabbit hole. But that's the reality of it. It's like, well, clearly there there is an issue here that's that goes deeper than just breastfeeding. So we need to just figure out, hey, what's going on? Why is there a formula shortage? What are we going to do about this? How are we going to help? Like, how are we going to help to make sure that this doesn't happen again? And and I'm bringing this up to say that we don't have a lot of black voices that are speaking up in these situations. Like a lot of the voices and a lot of the representatives speaking up speaking up in these situations are white people. And a lot of those white people could care less because it's not really affecting them. Exactly. You don't Just, care until it affects you. When it affects you, then it's like, okay, now, now I have, I have a different type of opinion. And, you know, they were, a lot of people were all well and good. Hey, yeah, send formula to the border. You know, this, 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 yeah, send this. A lot of, a lot of the liberals was, was cool with it until they couldn't get the formula that they needed. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. Mm-hmm. This, this it, makes no sense now. It, it, now it I'm coming, now I'm coming back to the middle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like anybody with common sense would be in the middle. I feel like I feel like if you're if you're if you're center, you're at the center, and then there are moments where you're gonna you're gonna lean left, you're gonna lean right, and mm-hmm. I I I don't even look I I no longer look at them like like liberals like they're elitist like they're not even Democrats anymore because like that's just something just that, that Democrats now I mean it's just it's 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 just it's a two party system in this country and. People with a specific ideology had to go one way or another. And it just happened to be that progressives, liberals, elitist type motherfuckers, they happen to take over the DNC. And that's where they go. But the the reality is white, black, whatever, if they identify as liberal or progressive, they look down on the rest of us. 
That's that's what that's without a doubt. That's what I've been seeing in the last year for sure. I think conservatives do the same thing, but I've always believed that their their way of doing things was a lot more obvious. Like it was like, oh yeah, yeah y'all some y'all on some ho shit. I can see it. They're not trying to hide it. But on this side, y'all are being very manipulative. Y'all are being very deceptive. Y'all are catfishing us. That's not cool. Like, like even with even with gas prices, liberals will say, "Well, well, you know, time to go to to an EV. Time to you know get an electric vehicle." The average cost of an electric vehicle is fifty six thousand. Yeah, you can get some you can get some cheaper, but the average cost fifty six thousand. That's ten thousand dollars higher than the average cost of your of your gas vehicle. That's just sounds like vehicle. Sounds, sounds sounds like you need to be an elite company to do that. That's just the cost of the vehicle. Yeah. Just the cost of the vehicle. And then, <laughs> and, and then I, I think I think uh, well they they always tell you the average fuel cost on on a vehicle these days. So they'll say I want to say the last time when I bought my car like two years ago, I think the average fuel cost was like twenty five hundred dollars a year. That's still a big difference between ten. Bro, that shit ain't even right, dog. I don't complain no more because I've had so many friends come up to me telling me it cost them $105 to fill up their car, to fill up their truck. And I just been looking at them like that. Like, and I've seen the comments. Well, shit, nobody told you to go buy a truck. Nobody told you to go do this. And I'm just sitting here like, y'all do realize the next time you want to move, you're probably going to need a truck. You do realize that people that own trucks hot shot a lot of the shit around the country that you need trucks are a very valuable part of society it's a, the symbol, it's a wagon that's probably never going anywhere yeah it's and i mean even if you go ev on it uh, it's gonna be a while because a lot of the people culturally that are driving trucks probably don't value the ev like that they probably enjoy their trucks and what the benefits of a truck like once again you going and you need to get rid of that that sofa in your house. Who you calling? The dude with the with the with the two door Tesla, or you calling your homeboy with the <laughs> with the big with the with the big dually Chevy truck, like with the you know, long with the long bed. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the thing I've realized about people that lean left. Like they don't really understand nuance at all. They have their opinion and that and they're gonna die on that hill. And I think people that are more moderate tend to understand nuance because they're in the middle, so they know that there's a gray area. And I mean, in this whole conversation about EVs, it's like to me, it's simple. I see the value in an EV. Of course I do. But I also see the val the value in gas powered vehicles. It's I mean, <laughs> just there there is no depending reason depending on your lifestyle. Depending on your lifestyle. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, they're starting to do a thing in America. I don't know if people realize it yet. I'd say in the last seven years, they've gotten to the point where um, I think they call them commie blocks. But around America, they're starting to build more and more high-rise apartments. And within these high-rise apartments, they're starting to have these communities to where they're so convenient, you don't got to move nowhere. Like, and these communities, these commie blocks, tend to have the, the storefront that you need. Tend to have the little gym. Yep. They'll have a, you know, they'll they'll have a gas station very close by. They'll have the EVs. And once again, it's a high rise. A so dry at the end of the day, yeah, they have everything you need within, um, honestly, a 1.5 mile radius. To where, yep. at the end of the day, 
I say five to seven years from now, a lot of people won't even need a car at all. And on top of that, they're starting to get to the point where they're starting to realize more and more, hmm, we need to start getting to the point where we, we have sidewalks available more places. So it encourages people to walk or encourages people to ride bikes because they have a mindset of this utopia. They want this utopia to come about at some point. Realistically, that's a delusion. We're never going to stay in a perfect world. Crime is always going to exist. People are always going to be, they're always going to be unhealthy people in the society because at the end of the day, people have free will. People are going to do what they want to do. You can try to make a motherfucker walk, but guess what? They're going to call Uber Eats. <laughs> you can try I'd rather to make, pay the fee. You know what I'm saying? You can say, try to make a motherfucker get an EV. They'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to just get a bike. And I'm going to just move somewhere where I don't even need a car at all. Like, you can only do so much with your coercion. You could take away people's guns. Right, you can take away people's guns. You seen in Charlotte where they got the apartment complex where you just walk right out and get on the train, like literally out the door and onto the train. That's that's about to be common in a lot of places and especially a lot of major cities, because with everything that's going on right now, the new world order is basically saying we want to have people put in one spot. We want to know where they are at all times. We just we we just. We need to be able to better surveil our civilians. That's that's what that's what it all comes down to. It's not even about your safety. It's just about knowing that because they know that they have a lot of homegrown terrorists. And like I said, they can try to take those guns. But you're y'all are familiar with the Oklahoma City bombing. That nigga ain't need no guns. If a dude wants to do if some if a man or woman whoever wants to do a mass atrocity. Trust me, they will find a way. Guns, take away all the guns you want. You're just going to have more motherfuckers building bombs. You're going to have more motherfuckers, you know, you're going to have more motherfuckers just driving in the shit with trucks. You'll have more motherfuckers doing shit with bow and arrows if they have to. If somebody <laughs> wants to, I'm just going to, well, there's a will, there's a way. Straight up. Mass atrocity. That's what I'm saying. This ideal of a utopic world is unbelievably naive it's impossible it's not going to happen with the amount of personalities existing in this with the amount of personalities existing within a city block like it's still tough but the larger society gets the more impossible it becomes to control people the way they want to control people and it's all about control but with and and that's why they think oh we're going to do all these weird things to make people happy but like I said earlier, people aren't happy. Like there are people like out there right now that they have to be seeing through the bullshit. There is no way in the world that you can tell me that dozens and dozens of women, and I don't mean to be picking on these people, but it's hilarious to me because like I said, the cockiness and the arrogance has gotten me to the point where it's just so annoying. Uh, but it's no way in the world that you want me to believe that you willingly want to put on tons and tons of makeup. You you know for a fact that you have to wear all black in order to feel like you're doing all these things to deceive and you're telling me that you're happy. Wouldn't it be wouldn't you be happy if you had you didn't have to do those things? Like if you could just be you. If you could if you just naturally felt good. If you just you, naturally you, felt like, good. It's like 
it's like you sit there and you say, oh, I feel so undesirable. So let me let me put on this 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 corset that or these banks that's that, you know, suck and hold everything in. And let me Pain. dress in all black and vertical lines because it makes me look slimmer. Pain. And let me put this makeup on my face and let me put this Beijing in my beard to make my beard look fuller. And, Pain. you know, I'm bald in a little bit. So let me put the cap on and and, you know, I feel and broke. But let me put some jewelry on because the jewelry Pain. makes me look rich and people are going to treat me like I'm rich instead of let me let me be rich and have money in my account and not wear the money. And then, you know, my beard ain't feeling in. But fuck it. This, <laughs> this is just the beard that God gave me. And this is who I am. And. You know, it's hot outside this fucking Texas. Maybe I need to lose some weight so I feel better in the heat and people look at me better. I don't look at pictures and be like, oh, shit, I'm busting out of this T-shirt. Let me let me adjust my size to where I fit in this T-shirt and I don't have to put on Spanx and a corset and everything. And maybe all this means is that instead of eating Whataburger for lunch, I get a salad for lunch or instead of eating, you know, bacon, eggs and toast and, and hash browns, the the the, the Waffle House All-Star for breakfast. Maybe I just need to eat some oatmeal and some fruit. Maybe I need to go to trash-ass McDonald's and pick up Lauren Devante's order because it might have been that, <laughs> that, 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 that fruit and maple oatmeal with two sausage patties because that motherfucker hit, boy. That motherfucker Maybe these are the small, hit. subtle changes that I need to make. Maybe I need to get my 10,000 steps in a day. Maybe. Maybe when I go to Target, I just walk around a while before I check out. Maybe. Maybe I just need to do little things that turn into doing more. And in the long run, I can see the quality of my life get better because I feel better about myself. And if I desire myself more, maybe people will in turn desire me more because they see that I have more value in myself. That's not only superficial, it's not artificial, it's genuine and it's pure. And I start giving a fuck less what people think about me because I think more about me than they do. And so I don't give a damn what you think about me because I got me. Hey, you at the end of the day, you said a whole lot, but the most important thing you said was you don't give a damn about what they feel about you eventually because you said you feel so good about yourself. And, and the opposite is happening right now with body positivity, with all this other weirdo shit that's going on in the world. You're trying to force people to feel good about you rather than you just feeling good about yourself and not caring what they think. It's not easy, but it's necessary if you want your psyche to be healthy. The better you feel about yourself, the less you care about how people feel about you because you know you're doing your best. You know damn well, like I said before, if you have to do all, if you have to, if you have to execute so many levels of deception in order to feel good about yourself, you know for a fact that you really don't feel good about yourself. I see you all the time, Jay. I'm telling you, I think some of the most beautiful people in the world probably don't have to take that long to get dressed up. I'm telling you, bro. I feel like, and, and, and I mean, obviously, you, you, you got your J marks out there that they're going to take two hours anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I feel like the more genuinely and naturally beautiful people feel and are, the less time it takes for them to have to manufacture this look in order to have to leave the house. When somebody tells me, man, it takes me 15, 20 minutes to get dressed. And then I see him, I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. That's wild. I mean, she look good. Bet. That says a lot. 
And I guarantee you, most of us in our college days, in our high school days, probably only took 15, 20 minutes to get dressed. Maybe 30 minutes to get, you know what I'm saying? Because that that's for a lot of us, beauty-wise, that's when you that, was, that was our primes. But now, so many levels of deception are needed in order for you to feel good and to be presented as looking good or so, so to speak. That's a problem. And then you try to force me to say, you know what? I have to accept the fact that you're, that you're like, I, I, no, I'm not doing that. Like, we're not, I'm not about to do that in 2022, 2023, 2030. I'm not going to do it. If, if you if you look a certain way to me, I'm not going to insult you, but I'm not going to lie to you and gash you and make you think that you are better than what you are when I know that you can be better than what you are. Like, come on. Your cope is your cope. It's Why? not mine. It is not mine. <laughs> like, fuck that. <laughs> That's whatever you got to do for you. You do that, but don't bring that to me, because I I I don't operate. I don't vibrate at the same frequency that you do. Bruh. I don't need the same things that you need. Playing at the end of the, at the end of the day, a lot of y'all need y'all fathers. <laughs> A lot of y'all needed the Green Ranger. <laughs> to whoop your ass for four weeks straight to get you in line. To get you in line. Because after, after he whooped their ass for four weeks straight, they accepted him as their leader. Never looked back. Nigga put on green. He put on white. I think he might red, wore red at a time, but he was the leader. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, bro. A lot of y'all, a lot, a lot of y'all following the wrong people. Sometimes you just gotta realize who the strongest people are in your in your world. And I, I feel sorry. I, I'm sorry that a lot of y'all were exposed to a strong male logical leader. And y'all, a lot of y'all happen to be exposed to these beta soy filled cucks. I mean, it's unfortunate. And, and and a lot of y'all dealing with these with these with these with these dickless men that happen to be y'all moms. I, I, it's it's I. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but the reality is society is where it's at right now because of the lack of respect. And, and, and we're grooming men to be sissified. We're grooming men to be unreliable, untrustworthy. This is a societal effort. Everything that's wrong with both sides is a societal effort. Like we're we're literally we're, we're pushing ourselves this direction. This is not by accident. This is by design. Like, like we gotta, we got we gotta, we gotta accept the real for what it is, man. We had old formulas that was working. They was working for years and years, and all of a sudden, two two thousand five, maybe two thousand ten, boys just flipped. They just started talking about, you know, hey, let's put tampons in the men's restroom. I tell you, I'm I'm sick of it all, so I'm not gonna forget. I forgot about that. I, 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 and I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> you need to remember. You need to remember what's going on. Y'all have a y'all have a tampon shortage in a in this country. Y'all complaining about a tampon shortage in this country while putting tampons in a men's restroom. A man is a man. You're never going to hear me say the terms biological male, biological female again. 
a male is a male, a female is a female. We know it's biological. The terms come from biology. Why am I? Why, what am I doing here? Hold on, I'm finna go. I'm finna go back there again. Okay. Because it does not matter if a man identifies as a woman, he will have no need for a tampon. He won't. He will have no need for a pad. No. It's a fucking delusion. Now you can cross dress all you want to, like Oscar De La Hoya. Get you, you RuPaul will never, on. Ever, and, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Is RuPaul like straight? He just like the, you know. Uh, uh, I, I don't know that I, much about RuPaul. Yeah, yeah. RuPaul is uh, I I would actually I actually would like to have a conversation with Mr. RuPaul just based on the fact that I I don't think he even would um genuinely consent to a lot of the weirdo shit that's going on with the drag society personally i i, I think because i think if he if he if he was into it to that extent i think if a lot of them were into it to, to that extent this shit would have been happening in the, in the 80s and 90s the fact that it just all of a sudden just started happening within the last two or three years i, I know for a fact that you know these these pedophiles have infiltrated that that um that that group and has the, the, it's some wild shit going on, but I definitely think that it's really pedophile field, and uh, with the direction this world is going, I mean, you, a lot of y'all kids are not safe. Like, it's it's you're gonna start hearing more and more stories of you know 15 year olds running off with their teachers and shit, and the 15 year olds are highly convinced that they're in love with this 34 year old man or this 36 year old woman. This shit is gonna happen more and more. You can't con- we're not gonna allow mainstream media con- to continue to sweep the fact. Sweep under the rug the fact that on a weekly basis there is another teacher that's a sexual predator out there. Like, no, it's not gonna it's not gonna continue to happen. Eventually we're gonna, we're have not to gonna normalize it. this. No. Yeah, we're gonna have to address it. Like like twenty four year old teachers having sex with the whole football team, having orgies with the football team, something has to give. There's easy solutions to this, but we don't need to go there. But the direction society is going in is very terrifying. Very terrifying. I'm I'm not a and once again. I am not about to support you in your delusion. I can't do it. That's why I cut a lot. That's why you got to learn to cut people off, bro. Like people be people like, oh, man, you cold hearted. You couldn't people off, blah, blah. The people that I cut off in the past, once again, were people that were delusional. They thought that I was going to fulfill their dreams, meaning I was going to play a part in their delusions, and I refuse to do that. Once I'm put in a position to where I have to escape my reality to support yours, I'm dipping. I'm dipping. It, 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 it has to be a compliment. It has to be a collaboration. I, I, I don't have to leave my reality to abide in yours. These two, words, these two worlds should be able to collide and move in harmony. That's it. Also, fun fact: RuPaul is gay, but I I hope so. I I mean, you know, whatever whatever you're into is what you're into. But like like you said, I would hope that you know where he sees this 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 going from from what he and I don't know if he built it, but when I think of drag, I think of RuPaul. I don't like to to me, he's the origin. You know, there might have been some before him, but for my my time frame of, of mindset of knowing about this, I know of it through him. 
but it, it's it's weird that you know you in Texas you can well they're trying to ban that shit now where it's like you know you can't take take children to drag shows and stuff like this like you're so focused on this but you're also like but we're also not going to teach critical race theory and we're also you know going to ban abortions at, at week number two and it's like you're doing everything to control everything and to make it's because let me tell you something although i i agree with some of the stuff to an extent, I disagree with a lot of it because it comes from a place of just pure opposition. And I don't like that. Yes. You're just being reactionary. You're not being a, you're not you're not you're not being genuine in, in why you're opposing something. You are you're you're saying it's it's literally just, oh, the left wants to do this, so the right is gonna do this to piss the left off. Now now you're really treating us like a bunch of pawns. And I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. And that's why I don't that's why I'm anti-government, because I don't feel that the people in government represent the people anymore because they don't see themselves as people anymore. They're just elitist, right or left, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. It don't matter. They don't see us as people. We're puns on our chessboard. And that's why they're just like, oh, being critical race theory because uh, leftists want it. And, uh, and their argument is always shit like, the, the, you know, the counter argument is always like, well, if, if it's not a problem, then why you mind if we ban it? It's like that's what I'm saying. Y'all just going, y'all just being petty, and, and y'all being petty with people's lives, and that's not cool. But once again, where there's a will, there's a way. I mean, we can say everything we want about abortion, but as long as a border, as long as a border state is allowing abortion, man, people going, people going to take that drive if they got to take that oh, drive to find get an abortion. So I mean, it, uh, until oh, the only thing is the price didn't went up. That's all. That's it. That's it. And, and, and a lot of times, look, man. I had somebody ask me the other day, you know, about abortions and, you know, I don't ever try to fall into that trap. Like, first of all, if you believe that a man doesn't doesn't have a right to speak on abortions, you're mentally retarded. And if you got a problem with me saying that, you can pull up. But the reality is when a woman puts herself in a situation to where she even needs an abortion, that's when you have to recognize that we have a cultural problem. Because first of all, you didn't get there by yourself. And secondly, even if you try to put some of that onus on a man, don't try to put that onus on a man after the fact. That onus should be on the man from the beginning. So both of you guys are in a position right now to figure out what's going to happen moving forward. It's unfair to say men don't have a right to speak on these things because a lot of men are hurt because of this. And a lot of women are hurt because of this. Abortion is nothing to brag about. Like, Y'all sitting here like that's a traumatic experience. Why don't they talk about that? Like you don't ever like why don't we hear about what women go through mentally when they have to get an abortion? Why are we only romanticizing it as something that's like, oh, it's a woman's right. It's reproductive rights. All right. That's a bet. That's a bet. But let's talk about the, the seriousness of an abortion. Would you want your nine year old daughter to have to go through an abortion? If that should ever happen. I'm just saying. And, 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 and historically, shit like that has happened. We've had like 10 year olds have babies in this country. Like that shit is wild. If you had a 13 year old that got pregnant and, and, and nowadays your average 13 year old getting pregnant these days, shit, she probably wanted to get pregnant. There's some little crazy motherfucking 13 year olds out there. She probably wanted to get pregnant. So now you got to ask yourself as a parent, do you want your 13 year old going through an abortion? So in order to avoid her going through an abortion, what are you going to do? 
it's it's, it's, it's going to educate. Question. You're going to prevent. You can't prevent everything because where there's a will, there's a way. Of, of course, of course. But 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 the reality is culturally it's a problem and we should not be romanticizing abortion, whether you see the, the, the being in that person's body as a clump of cells or not. We shouldn't be romanticizing this because there are places in this country where shit, you can get an abortion up until eight months. At eight months, you still telling me it's just a clump of cells. It ain't got no life. It ain't got no heartbeat. Like, come on, man. Moving the goalpost. This is sick society we live in. Whether you're spiritual, whether you're in the organized religion, at some point, we got to just simply say, is this moral or immoral? And, I, and I'm just, like, I'm always like, going. Like you're, like you're marrying people and saying, oh, well, worst comes worse, we'll get a divorce. What we doing? What we doing? Not taking accountability is what it is. You're just not doing it. Make sure that I have every loophole and every way to to get out of the the things that I quote unquote signed up for. You know, oh well, you know, I signed up, I signed up for this debt when I went to college, knowing under all intents and purposes that I would have to pay it back. But I feel like it should be forgiven now because I didn't go get the job that I thought I was gonna get. I am not making the money that I thought I was going to make because I decided that instead of the, the big paycheck that I should work in this small town and stay in Love Lady, Texas, because, you know, this is where I want to be. You set your own limits. Every every action has a reaction. Yeah. And since, and since I want to stay here and work in this small town for this small firm, I'm going to have to pay this debt for the rest of forever. Instead of going to a bigger firm, apply myself and going to a bigger firm and where I'm getting damn near a signing bonus that covers this debt, I'm gonna have to nickel and dime it forever. That's what they that's so what they get a lot of. These are the decisions that you have to make. My bad, man, cut you off, but that's where they get a lot of black people, man. That's why a lot of black people go into the government sector, specifically black women, because a lot of black women go in, into these colleges and they get degrees that are not necessarily useless but they get degrees that they truly don't care for but they put themselves in a position to just be like you know what well i'm going into an industry that's going to pay back my debt for me so that i bring that up to say you you incentivize bad behavior and low quality work because a lot of people are just there to pay off debt you know what i'm saying that's why that's why i believe personally the teaching field has begun has went to shit it's went to hell I don't I, I'm telling you right now, the public education is at its worst. It's never been this bad. It's at its worst and it's only going to get it's only going to get worse. And it's because a lot of the people in there are incentivized to just be average or below average. Nobody is incentivized to be great. They're just not. You give them pay raises just because they complain a lot. And then they, they and then they still say that they don't make enough money. Like, come on. It is, Look, it, it I'm, is. I'm, I'm not one that's in love with my job. You know, I, li- I like what I do. For sure. But you know what I like most about what I do? Mm-hmm. Is that it provides me with the income to pay my bills and have some disposable income afterwards. And live the lifestyle that you, that you desire. Finding a job that you love is very, 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 very rare. It is. All of us don't get to play professional basketball for 20 years, make a billion dollars, and can just be comfortable for the rest of your life at the age of 38. It just doesn't happen that way. It doesn't. And a lot of y'all, a lot of, and you know, the sick thing that's going on in society right now is 
my son sent me shit from TikTok from time to time. He sent me something. And, I, you know, whether he believed me or not, he sent me something about motherfucker on TikTok was talking about how they can get like a $50,000 loan. I just, I just responded like, that dude right there is going to be responsible for a lot of people getting scammed out of a lot of money because he's out here giving away this frivolous information. And I don't ever want to be a Debbie Downer. But when my son comes to me with shit, I'm always going to keep it real with him. Because the reality is, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about to be 38. I feel like I got enough experience. Like, I know I know, I know, know quite a bit about how to make money. I know quite a bit. Like, I know I know quite a bit about, to me, useful things to be a, a highly functioning member of society. I'm not out here scamming. I ain't got no PPP loan in my name. I got a payback that I'm, I don't have a clue what I'm going to do. Like, I don't do shit like that because I learned years ago the risk of stuff like that the the little right. debt that i have i know what it means to my credit i know what it means to what i want to do moving forward like i know enough about the things that i care about and i'm willing to learn but i know enough about life to know that when something is good, too good to be true it usually is life teaches you that is. pretty fast it teaches you that pretty fast. I see shit like we as a people need to stop buying into things that we can't. We we need to stop buying into things that are not transparent. And I think that that's another flaw. And that's just American people in general. I think the political system is not transparent enough, and we've bought into it to the point of destroying our society more than actually helping it. If that makes sense. Cause even with celebrity gossip, bro, I feel like we be too we be too invested in celebrity gossip. And I'd be like, man, celebrity gossip is just it's not it's not. I mean, the shit that we be talking about with celebrity, it's not transparent enough. Everything's speculation. We don't know Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. We gonna have all the theories about why you laughing, bro? No, cause when you said that, I I just remember this clip I seen yesterday about Amber Heard uh, talking about Johnny Depp saying. This is the man that convinced the world that he has scissors for hands, and so it was easy for for easy for him to convince y'all that he was not a domestic abuser. And I was like, "Who thought this nigga really has scissors for hands? Like, who thought this was real life?" She that's a real quote. That that is a real quote, sir. She she actually said that this man convinced the world he has scissors for hands. I was like, what? What are you telling? See, see, sniffing crack, <laughs> sniffing crack, crack, sniffing crack. Uh, under under no circumstances am I going to run into what is it, Hugh Jackman, or or is that his name, Hugh Jackman? Yeah, Wolverine. I'm not going to run into Hugh Jackman and say, "Hey, do that thing with your hands where the claws come out." My uh, a a five year old or or a ten or eleven year old that loves X Men. Or is not going to run into him and say, "Hey, do the thing with your with your with your hand with nails," because because your haircut is not like Wolverine, your facial hair is not like Wolverine, you don't have on the yellow and blue suit like Wolverine. I can look at this man and know he's not Wolverine. I can look at Johnny Depp and know that Johnny Depp is playing a character. I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at Josh Brolin and be like, "Damn, you're not purple." You not purple is seven seven foot eight, three hundred and fifty pounds of pure muscle that watched the Hulk in twenty two seconds. Twenty two, not Damn. a second less, not a second. My more. whole 
My whole life is confusion. <laughs> That's okay for people under the age of 10. I'd say even under the age of 8. But for grown-ups to even imply that we as a society thought Mr. Depp had scissors for hands and could do make lawn lawn ornaments like no amber you're an idiot and give you the cleanest and give you the cleanest fade give you the cleanest fade hey google how old is amber heard i think she's 34 google don't even know google, google don't even, even know. know google tired Didn't of her shit too it. google tired of her shit sick boy sick Tired, bruh. Yeah, she she's an idiot. Um, I, I I once again I don't know enough about them to 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 say to say much. The the, the courts have decided what they decided. Um, and I mean it is what it is. It, it was a public spectacle. I I'm 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 a, I'm on the side of the people that's like, bro, like y'all was willing to broadcast this whole Depp Amber Heard fiasco, but y'all didn't want to y'all didn't want to broadcast the the this Lane Maxwell shit. I mean I understand that y'all have y'all rules for federal federal court, but the reality of the you know if that ain't in our business, that ain't in our business either. Like what what we what, what we doing here? Speaking about that, we couldn't get the 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 Jelaine Maxwell. But we got Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And, and then we also got the June, huh? And Rittenhouse. Then Rittenhouse. And January 6th. we also 6th got the January 6th. How do we get the January 6th then? I thought that was federal too. I'm telling you, so. it wouldn't. It's bread and it circus, has to be though. federal because it happened in Washington, D.C. And Washington, D.C. is not a state. And it, it happened at the Capitol too. And, and honestly, I didn't watch none of that shit. Read a lot about it. The more I read about that shit, bro, like that shit is that shit is definitely bread and circus, dog. I'ma be I'ma be honest with you, dog. I, I don't think a lot of those I don't they need to stop classifying that shit as a coup. Because the only coup that we witnessed in the last two years was Afghanistan and Myanmar. Those were coups. Like that shit that happened in, in at, on January 6th at the Capitol, that shit was just a meme war. Boys was just going in there having a good time, and they just wanted to cause a ruckus. When they say motherfuckers just want to watch the world burn, that was them people. They just wanted to watch the world burn. They had no plan of going in there and overturning an election. You know how I know? Because they didn't have AR-15s. They didn't have bombs. <laughs> they didn't go in there strapped up like fucking Punisher. Shout out to my boy Frank. They ain't going there like that. They went in there with costumes on, and at, at the at best, they probably had hammers. But they weren't overturning the election. Like, what kind, wait, what kind of hammers? Hammers, hammers, or hammers, hammers? Oh no, no, no! They had, they actually had hammers from Home Depot. Oh, Home Depot hammers, gotcha. Yeah, Home Depot hammer. That they had them. They had them things on that two two that two two three. They had it. No sir, no what, sir. Wouldn't what, what I say the 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 blinky, the biscuit, the burner, the barrel, hey, <laughs> the, the ratchet? Bro. None of those. None of those, man. None of those. Look, man. I got things to do. I ain't gonna hold you. That's cool. That's cool. I ain't gonna hold you. But I tell you one thing, man. I'll tell you two things before we go going to words of advice. My, my Apple Watch finally said go to hell. So yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna take some time, but I'm I'm probably gonna get another one. But that whole I sweat that mug out finally. That mug done. 
That mug just that mug tell, it mug's giving me a thermometer sign that it overheated. Well, but you you probably put your Apple Watch through a lot more than anybody I know. I just got the Apple Watch Seven. I had I had the Apple Watch Five for since it came out. So I I just got to the seven. And gotcha. that wasn't even out of necessity. That was out of boredom. So, but you 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 really you really get your monies out of your Apple Watch. So I understand that. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And uh, secondly, damn, I almost forgot my second thing. I think I did forget my second thing. Anyways, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, sir. No, no, man. It's you know, no, you're good. Either way, man. It's uh, I'm glad we were able to put this out. You know, for Father's Day. Well, technically not Father's Day, but it. it Although this wasn't a very Father's Day dominated episode, we still want y'all to understand the point overall. The, po- the overall, what happened? Go ahead. No, nah, I really did want to get into men being second class citizens when it comes to um, as far as custody and stuff goes with their children. But, you know, it's another topic for another time. It's always relevant. Oh, no. And that's, that's my point. Because we as two men here, you got to understand that for us, no matter how we feel about our own fathers personally, like we're men first. We're humans. We're men first. So on group preference, obviously, it's going to be a thing with us. But at the end of the day, the overall theme that y'all that we want y'all to understand is even listening to this podcast today and moving forward, we're always going to expect better for men and from men. That's just that simple. So just because we're not sitting here just glorifying all fathers, you know, oh, do, do this. For, like, now nah, we ain't got to sit here and do that for this. Shit. Like, y'all know what's up in this world. Y'all know for a fact that a lot of y'all would probably be in better headspace if y'all had better relationships with your with your father, specifically parents in general. So, like I said, we don't have to dominate this episode with that type of rhetoric because we can do it anytime we want to. And, yeah, we took a month off. relevant. Yeah, we took a month off. What you going to do, do about it? <laughs> what exactly are you going to do about it? You're not going to do anything. You're going to listen. You're going to listen and you're going to enjoy it, unlike Drake's last album. But anyway, <laughs> somebody was shocked that I didn't I didn't like Drake's last album. I was like, it's not for me. Like, I, Oh, so that means you're not in the Afro beats? No, nah, not really. Look, 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 look. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> I understand he light skin. I understand all that. Like, y'all, y'all gotta let it go. Y'all gotta let it go. Drake is not that good. He's not that good anymore. Like, accept it. It's okay. I'm an Eminem fan. Eminem is not that good anymore. But he's still the goat to me because he put out when i was really into hip-hop he put out music to me at the time that was fantastic that was great music but even after a while i had to let it go i'm honest with myself i know it hurts for a lot of you guys out there because drake is relevant but that's 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 75 social media most of the clicks that drake gets on a lot of his his latest projects since 2016, 2015, I'd say 50% of them he don't deserve. I wanted some of my clicks back from him on Certified Lover Boy. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? But guess, and now, I'm going to be honest with you, I I may not matter in the the grand scheme of things, but I'm not listening to Drake's album. 
Like, I'm not going on my Apple Music and listening to Drake's album because I know he doesn't deserve my clicks. His music has become extremely mediocre in the past five years. I'll say the same thing about Kendrick's last album. I enjoyed it, but the, the replay value is very low. I won't be listening to Kendrick's album like that again. That's just, and that's just me being honest. I like Kendrick. That's like, y'all have to stop making excuses for mediocrity. Drake is a rapper, maybe a singer. You could say rapper slash singer, but guess what? He's not, he, he's not T-Pain, though. <laughs> he ain't T-Pain. He ain't T-Pain at all. His genre is hip-hop rap. Bottom line, might throw in some R&B in there somewhere, I guess. But the reality is, bro, you say what? I might even say pop. Hip-hop is pop now, though. But that still doesn't excuse you for doing music that is always is becoming so questionable now. When Childish Gambino came out with that one project, when once once Childish Gambino became mainstream and he put out the project with um fuck I, that, like I said, replay value on that shit was low. The the, the stay woke show him. Like mm-hmm. as somebody that was listening to Champ Childish Gambino before that, you know, I was kind of like, damn, like now you you switch into this to this more eccentric style of rap now and that's fine but i'm not i'm still not gonna excuse it i'm gonna let it be known like i'm not listening to that album that album doesn't get a lot of play from me and i'm not gonna make excuses for what i deem as mediocrity it's not for me so therefore you're if you're not catering to your fans your original fans for sure then i don't see why i need why why y'all need to make excuses like y'all know that this ain't this ain't the drink that put out nothing was the same this ain't this ain't this ain't that guy no more. It was funny because I seen I seen people on Twitter talking about it's one o'clock in the morning. Y'all laying in bed listening to Drake's album and saying, "Oh no, this ain't it. You you got to be here, here, and here to listen to this music." No, I don't. Okay. I did not have to be in Paris to know that niggas in Paris was a banger. I did not have to be in Paris. And somebody tried to compare it to Eight Hundred Eight and Heartbreaks, and I'm like. Now y'all confusing me because 808, like y'all saying this is house music. Somebody saying that this this uh, South African dude. I'm like, 808 and house break, uh, heartbreaks wasn't even that much of a stretch. Like it was auto tune music, and at that point, people was already used to you know people singing and shit. He just went full range with it, and it wasn't it it it, it wasn't even like surprising. And that it even then it didn't even seem experimental. Like it seems like Drake is putting out experimental albums, and he's failing. And the only people that are literally making excuses for him are stands. Like, broke your heart, the one. My bad. This dude, this, this, actually, this dude. <laughs> oh, Drake, what the fuck is this? What is this shit that you just dropped? We getting mid on surprise albums now? This what you need to do. You need to go to your nearest barber shop. And cut them GTA 5 braids. Trim down the Beijing beard. Take a flight to Toronto. Get back in the studio with 40. And find that bitch from Marvin's room. Find that bitch that broke your heart. The one that was bumping ludicrous. Something. This shit is trash, nigga. Shut the fuck up, bruh. That shit trash, nigga. It's trash. Period. Trash. 
You fucking trash. trash. Oh, that's musty energy. Nasty. <laughs> Nothing more needs to be said. Look, man, my words of advice for y'all is share this motherfucking episode. If y'all fuck with no boundaries, simply pass the message, man. I mean, every episode's not going to be a hit. Some episodes are going to be a miss, but no boundaries is still here. We still going to keep doing this shit until 2076, for all we know. So, yeah, that's all I got. I have no words of advice. Just do what the fuck Well said. That's it. Just do what Well said. I mean, that can get you in a lot of trouble, but... (laughs) As long as you say, I don't know, though, at the end... Then you can hear that's like the disclaimer of being relieved from, from all liability. But I don't know though. But I don't know though, man. That, that's on you. That's on you at the end of the day. <laughs> but shit, man. That's, that's, Y'all on you. that's on you. Straight that's up. What I do, but I don't know though. I don't know though, man. Hey man. Appreciate y'all for listening, like always. Um I hope y'all not out there stressing nobody out. Real talk though. And I hope y'all out there just, no. you know, uh, Go ahead. Don't be stressing out somebody's daughter. Don't be stressing out somebody's son. Don't, don't, don't be stressing out somebody else's baby mama. Don't be stressing out your own baby mama. Don't be stressing out your baby father. Don't be letting somebody. Don't be stressing out somebody else's baby father. Just don't stress out nobody. Don't stress out yourself, Bruh, Imagine paying eighty dollars a month for a phone bill, just to just just get a stressful text eighty percent of the time. Like you paying for this stress, dog. Like, don't come to somebody's phone with that bullshit, bro. Like, people paying for these phones. They paying for this service. Don't bring bullshit to their phone. I was thinking about this shit don't the other day, it. man. I'm paying for this. I'm paying for. I'm paying for this to give you access to stress me out. I don't see how y'all do it. It couldn't be me. But anyways, man. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Google. Y'all know what to do. Thank you and you're welcome as always. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?